welcome to Unstoppable Consciousness, my podcast that is here to help entrepreneurs and people in business rise above and figure out how they got to do what they got to do in this life in the best possible way and to reach that higher potential purpose. And I love talking to people like my guest today who has helped me tremendously. I call him Les Book. His name is Les Cleckley, something Cleckley. That's close. Yeah, that's close. Yeah. <laughs> I was close enough. Yeah. Les is a book coach. He's brilliant and amazing and he's helped me and he's continuously trying to push me to finish my book that I started because he believes in helping people like me who are restricted in their capacity and need real, real support. And I'm so happy to have you on the show. I can't wait for my audience to hear all about how you support people and what you're up to and what you're doing. So Les, I want to ask you a very important question. First of all, thank you for being here. And I want to ask you a really important question because I know you from just our morning calls, going over my book, going over my chapters, going over the simplicity with which a book is built, which those of us that have struggles and strains do not understand. So I know you, I know you, somehow you landed on this mastery gift that you have. And I want to know, how did you end up helping people in this way? Like what happened? Pretty, pretty simple. And a lot of times people, when they ask that question, say, do you have a background or a training in, in journalism or, yes. or writing? No. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, my background is agricultural economics. And, and uh, you know, so I worked as a, as a farm journalist for 17 years okay. and I, uh, in, in radio. And that's where I honed the interview skills because I had a news magazine program. Uh, for 17 years where I did four interviews a day. Wow. And I would take those those radio interviews home and turn them into newspaper stories and f sell them to uh, agricultural newspapers for a little additional income. Amazing. And then um, that job ended and our, you know, I could be replaced is, is kind of the way it went. And uh, I was talking to a member of the Canadian Association of Professional Speakers, and he said, you know, with your background, you should, uh, you should be writing books for people. I had written seven of my own books at, at that time about travel and international agriculture, international business. And he said, you should be helping people write their books. And I said, okay. So I became a, uh, a ghostwriter, and I ghostwrote uh, a dozen books for different people and realized that that wasn't wasn't the answer it was very very difficult and people weren't happy because if you write a book in the way that they speak and you take it to them and they say oh geez i thought i thought you'd make me sound smarter <laughs> so then you take the manuscript back write it yeah. up a level yeah. and and you take it back to them and they say oh you made me sound like a university professor i don't talk like that Mm -hmm. So then you take it back and you write it the third time somewhere in between. And, and that's a lot of time and a lot of effort and they don't want to pay you. Right. So I came up with the idea of coaching them through the process, still yeah. using my interview skills to help them get to the story, to what should be included in the chapter, but letting them write it in their own words. So then they feel it's 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 their composition, it's their story, it's their package, yeah. and uh, the way they've written it. If they feel that that it's too dumbed down, well, they're responsible for it. If they feel that they talk like a university professor, well, they're responsible for it. Mm -hmm. So this has been much more successful, and and has allowed people to write their own books. 
Incredible. So I know I have experience with you and you're incredible. Honestly, you're such a supportive coach. You're amazing. You make it really, really easy. So if you guys need, you want to have a book in you, you got to contact Les. I'll tell you right now, because I, and I still struggle with it. Like it's a very difficult thing to be that vulnerable when you have experiences, especially like a person like me, an entrepreneur who has some, you know, I'm a maverick, I'm a this, I'm a that, but I'm like, when it comes to vulnerability, sharing experiences, knowing how to just express myself in a way that makes me feel good, you know, which is the key is how can we create books and feel good? It's very overwhelming to think of all the words and are you a writer and do this kind of analysis. And so some of the interview that you're talking about, and I want to showcase that a little bit with people because the way you, you ex get the experience to happen for the person, your, the, your client, which I'll use me as the example was really mind blowing. Like, you're like, don't worry. I got you. Like just, I got you. And I'm like, Okay, Les. And you're like, just trust me. I got you. I'm like, no, Les, I hate this. I don't want to do it. I can't deal with this. This is not, I mean, you're like, I got you. This is what you're going to do. And you're going to sit with me. And I want to know, because obviously that's a personal skill set. I think you have the ability to help in the interview process, help people feel relaxed. First of all, you're amazing at just helping relaxation help happen. You also created that to make comfort for people because there's some kind of importance around writing a book, right? It's very important for people to feel relaxed. So those of us that struggle, you have some nuggets of gold that I think can really help a person understand why it's not that difficult to write a book and how they can change their mind about it. Do you have anything you want to share with me and our viewers to say like, hey, this is the first place that you start, guys. You got everybody calm down about the book. Right. Well, the first thing is, and exactly as you described, I mean, if somebody says write a book, it's intimidating, like yeah. especially the first five or six times, uh, you know, write a book. Well, so break it down in, into manageable tasks. And, and that's what I do with, with my process. Uh, we start out by saying, um, write down 25 concepts that have to be included in your book. Okay, take 20 minutes. And if you take 20 minutes, you can make a list of 25 items that you feel have to be included, whether that's memoirs or whether that's a business book. It's, it's just a concept. When you've done that, you've already created your table of contents. That's further than you've ever been before. Those right. are all going to become chapters. Okay, so mm -hmm. now you're further than ever before. Wow. Let's, let's break those down and write the chapters. I believe that a book is 50,000 words. That gives you a 200 page nine by six book, the typical self-help kind of uh, book that yeah. you see in airports. So 50,000 words, we've already got our list of 25. So that's 2000 words per chapter. That's a lot if I say sit down and write 2000 words on this topic. So now let's break that down into four component parts of 500 words each. The introduction, where we set the stage. Tell the reader what we're gonna tell them. The story, that's where you call on your personal experience and tell the story about that incident, about that concept. The reason, that's the third part, that's where I say, what did this do to you? What did that incident mean to you? How did it change you? What did you learn from it? We use another 500 words for that. And the fourth part is the impact. And that's where I believe you have to give the reader something that they can use as early as tomorrow. Mm 
because people are reading your book to solve a problem. So if you don't give them something at the end of the chapter, then why are they going to turn the page? You have to give them some tools that they can use as early as tomorrow and gain the credibility, gain their trust. So when we break it down into those component parts, it's much easier. It's, yeah. it's doable. Honestly, it's, it's not just doable. It's brilliant. I remember like, I was so funny. I'm going to go back a little because listen, first of all, you're just a hoot and we have such a good time. We, we like really like, you're so easy to work with. You're not complicated. I have talked to other book people. It's, like you're just so overwhelmed and complicated the minute they start telling you you could hurry up and you could do it in this and you could do it in that and you have to know blah, 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 blah. you're like okay do this and i was like okay and then i pulled out my 25 chapters and you're like you see these are good and you gave feedback you give feedback so we know what we have can really be comprehensive so this is i think really important and important for the audience first of all relax because anything can change but what comes naturally organically out of you is really important. See, this is what I ended up doing. I didn't overthink it, which I think you're absolutely so skilled at. And so many entrepreneurs make everything overcomplicated. We get crazy. We get like into this space of it has to be perfect. We're a high performance. We're a high achiever. We're going nuts. We're like at this. And then, and then you're like, okay, whoa, everybody slow down. A book is like, this is something you told me, which I've kept. Okay. It's just like a book is inside you because you have an experience. You know, you have experiences. You have something that you share every day with people, Lisa. Like every day you're already doing the work. You don't just have to write a book for no reason. You already have a reason because you do this work, which I found extremely inspiring. And you've, I, and you've this done is, the research by living. Yeah. Like people say, well, I got, you know, I want to have enough information. Of course you do. You've lived to this point. You've got the experience. And now we just want to share that with somebody else to give them a head start so that they don't have to make the same mistakes that, that you have or that I have. Yeah. I mean, when, when I work with, with a client and I tell them, you know, don't do this. And they're like, well, are you sure? And I say, yeah, because I've already done that. <laughs> I've, I've pre-made those mistakes for you. You know, that's, that's why. Um, and, and having written eight of my own and, and published a, a dozen uh, ghost books, I've made a lot of the mistakes for you. Like we yeah. can short circuit that. Yeah, so I love that. those are those are the things that can help us. And that's why you get a book coach. Like you can, you can do this by yourself, but it's, 10 times as hard and you don't have the motivation. You don't have the yeah. credibility factor of yeah. knowing somebody is going to phone you every Thursday morning. You yeah. might as well write the damn chapter yeah. because he's going to phone you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so, so, and honestly, the support of writing a book, like I want to talk about that because I think a lot of people have powerful wisdom inside them. They don't know how to pull it out. And part of the show, like why I do the show is because I want people to realize they have something inside them that is so valuable and important and I want them to be able to do it. So what are the couple of things that happen that people come up with that you have had to bust through? Like where have you had to help people move past a certain point? Well, and this surprised me when I got into this business that people yeah. write for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Some people are writing their memoirs. They just want to record for future generations. Mm -hmm. some, some are writing business books. Those are speakers or consultants, and they're, they're writing a business book to have credibility in 
in their area of expertise. For them, it's just a major, major business card. So they use it as a plank in their business platform. Yeah. Some are, are writing it as a, as a way of healing. It's, it's uh, um, cathartic. They just have to tell the story. They might not even publish. They, they just got to write the story to go through the healing process. Mm -hmm. and, and others want to leave it as a legacy. They want to, to record the history of their business or some business tips to pass on so that the next generation can start where they left off, but they don't have to start uh, from, from ground zero again. So there's memoirs, there's business books, they're cathartic, uh, they're, they're legacy. Are the, are the four main reasons why people write books. So once we decide what the reason is, yeah. that that helps us a lot because again, it helps us focus instead of saying, "Oh, I'm writing a book, and oh, what am I? Why am I doing this? Why? Why am I here?" Well, let's decide. Yeah. Why? So why you're sitting down to do this, and that yeah. helps us stay on track. Like that's powerful, and those are completely different reasons from one to the other completely different and what you're i hear you saying is they're all good reasons so no matter what like you're just instilling the permission here you guys like any of these reasons are good reasons to write a book right like isn't and, that and i'm sure there's more but yeah. those are the four main ones where we're most of, of my clients and i've worked with with 85 people that have finished their book hello so, so that's where ma the majority of, of them fall. Amazing. Like, and 80, 85 people have books out there who you've helped ease the process for them and make yes. it easier, which I think is critical. Honestly, like, and you know, like even me, like, I'll be honest with you guys, I'm super transparent. Less like everyone sounds like, are you ready? And I'm just like, I have all kinds of like, are you writing a book? You have so much knowledge in that. I, you, there's walls you hit. Like I've hit one of the vulnerability factor and I'm just like, I'm choking on it still. Like I, I don't have, my desire is not gone, but I'm still choking on the expression of myself and just really letting it out there because what, what happened to me, which I think I want to talk with you about as well, is I guess you can start a book with a certain intention. And when you, you're rooting through the book, development can happen inside yourself. Growth can happen, right? Like, Well, well that list of, of 25, and I want to be careful now that I don't yeah. say that, you know, you, you write that list and then we throw it away. <laughs> That's not quite the case. But that list of 25 items that you start with, it changes. That's a living list. And I figure about 18 of those will actually come into chapters. The rest of them, some will merge and, and become one chapter. Yeah. Some will split and become two chapters. Or maybe in our discussion, there's a brand new idea that comes up and we add that to the list. So keep in mind that your original list of, uh, of 25 is not cast in stone. Right. That's a starting place. And that's going to evolve as, as we go through the process. Mm -hmm. And just as, as your reason for sitting down to do this might change or evolve to, to something else. 
Yeah, your wisdom is outstanding, Les. I'm telling you because you're so, like, you did this with me and I feel the same way I feel every time we had calls. I'm just like, relax. I'm like, Les has got you. Don't even worry about it. You're good. You're in safe hands. I've been through the mistakes for you. I think that's so important because a book is a very vulnerable act of consciousness. It's a very vulnerable act for a person to pull out from inside them selves what's important for them first of all to say i want to do this and here's my reason why out of the reasons here's my reason why and when it's like like what happened to me is yeah i want to write a book on intuition Mm -hmm. and then what happened was what started coming out of me was my life experience and how and how was you saw i mean you saw you're still waiting you're like uh Uh, you know, it's like you can feel really, really overwhelmed and having you there is, is critical. Having somebody there to say like, I got you, you're, it's still important what you're writing. Like I remember you would read the stuff that I would be like, Lisa, that's awesome. You're teaching me things. So that, that cheerleader, that person who's got you, that important aspect, because I don't know how people write books alone. I, I mean, I tried, I spent five years like looking at the paper going, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm just I, like, you know, you're so overwhelmed by it. And that's a big part of, of the process that is the conversation. And, yeah. you know, people call it a coaching session or whatever. Um, yeah. I call it a conversation because really that's what we're doing. And I have learned over the years that I record those sessions and send the person the recording so that they're not taking notes like a fiend during the session and trying to keep up with the notes. We're simply in a conversation. They're telling me their story and that makes them more comfortable. So, and then at the end of the session, I send them the audio file, the recording of of that session and an outline with a word assignment that says, use a hundred words for this, use 150 words for that, use 150 words for that so that they have the points to write to but they don't have to feel that they're spilling their guts and and becoming so vulnerable when they're writing a book. They're just in conversation. They're telling me the stories that they have told at the water cooler or that they tell from the stage or at a cocktail party. We're talking about it. Now, I think I have an ability to ask questions Mm -hmm. and to go deeper. You do. Which (laughs) I can validate that. You do. You're like, well, what about this? And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. Go on. Let's elaborate. You're brilliant at helping people isolate or just like, not isolate, but pull out more. Well, I, I, I say that I am an average writer. I am a very good interviewer. And that's the skill that I use in book coaching. I'm not writing your book. So the fact that, you know, some people say, well, geez, you're just an average writer. Yeah, you bet. But I'm not writing your book. You're writing your book. Mm-hmm. I am a very good interviewer. And for me, any of your your listeners that uh, are familiar with Malcolm Gladwell, he said that it took 10,000 hours to master a skill. Now, whether you're a hockey player or a, a violinist, he says 10,000 hours to master a skill. Yeah. So 17 years in radio, doing four interviews a day for a noontime show. It works out to roughly yeah. 10,000 hours. <laughs> So right. it, it does. It, it really does. I've, I've done the math on that. And I'm like, wow, that's a, that's a lot of time I spend asking questions. But that is the, the skill that I can bring to this process. And that's, that's what helps people. 
to get what? down to to the real crux of the matter to what their chapter is about or what they're trying to say. For sure. Like, I love all that. And I think everyone listening, you guys, like, you got to listen to this because it's very important to understand it's way easier than you think. And you absolutely need support. And there's a, like, we talked about this when we first met. And I have this question because I think, I think in the world, like, people claim they do things and know things, but they don't. There's so much of that going on, especially like in the internet and things like that. And I've had lots of overwhelm. I've had people say, you know, they can help me write books or they can help me do this or that. And, and honestly, all they did was overwhelm me. I've also had people say, oh, I can't work with you because of what you do. And this is what I found. This is how, what I loved, loved, loved about you. First of all, you're a very safe place to fall. Like, honestly, like, even if you don't understand, like, let's say with us, you didn't fully understand. Okay, you're an intuitive. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Lisa? <laughs> like, And then, but your openness of presence and your ability to just become curious about what I'm about and what's inside me. And this is what I, I want to tell people that's so important about conversations with less. Okay. And getting your book out. Like, cause I, for me, it's, I know it's going to come out. I know I'm the problem. It's not you. That was ever the problem or that I know it's going to come out. It's me moving through my own inner emotional process. Right. And I'm like, when I think of that and I think of how the safety I felt and how important it is that people can just feel good, which is that for me, the number one ingredient of being a good coach is that you make the person on the other side of the coaching feel like they're seen, heard and understood and that you have a place for them to feel comfortable. So first of all, I want to just say thank you for being and doing this because I think everybody has a book to share and we all need to. And it's very confusing for us now to figure out how to do it. And there's so much marketing and noise and you have to, and you have to enjoy this and join that. And, and that people are scared and nervous and they feel like they're doing it wrong. They feel like that they're supposed to do it some particular way. And it's, it's so overwhelming. So I wanted to ask you that question, like Les, how are we dealing with this noise that's out there, this pollution, this, this craziness around all the rules and how it should be and hurry up. And cause you don't, you're not like that. You're like very, very respectful of pace. You take it serious in the sense of you're holding space for the person but it's also a lot of noise. And in the noise, I know a lot of, I have a lot of clients who have no clue. They're like, I just got ripped off. That's all that really happened. How do we qualify a good book coach? Like, how do we know that? Obviously conversations, but how do we know that? What's important well, for people to know? And, I, I, and, I, and you might know him through the Speakers Association as well. Uh, Donald Cooper, who I would consider uh, my mentor from, mm -hmm. uh, from Toronto and, and just yeah. the most knowledgeable business guy ever. <laughs> and, and we've become really good friends. And uh, two years ago, I sat down with Donald Cooper and said, how am I going to stay current? because I, I've got you know 10 more years to work, how am I gonna be current the way things are changing? Because just as you said, you know, like um, typesetting and, and computer or generated books and yada, 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 you know, how can, if, if you're a newbie starting out in this, it's too intimidating. And Donald Cooper in his wisdom said, well, it's quite easy you have to know everything about books <laughs> so that so that when people want to write a book you're the guy they're going to call 
Hey. It's not. It's not just about coaching. It's not just about asking questions. You have to know everything about printing. You have to know what's new. You have to have to know what's selling. What's the method of selling? And I kind of sat there and went, "Yeah, Donald, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> I'll just go home and start." <laughs> you know, and it's impossible. But I have gone that route, and I have tried to stay up with so so that when people ask and and the business has changed i mean five years ago i would not have said to go to a hybrid publisher i would have said self-published whereas now the model has changed the service that hybrid publishers provide and and what they do for their clients is so Mm -hmm. much so much better that I now say my first recommendation is to go to a hybrid publisher. And then if you don't like that, well, then maybe we can self publish. And, and, you know, like uh, people think that as soon as they're writing a book, that some traditional publisher is going to come their way and, and offer them a, a big deal. Yeah. Well, the average uh, book allowance or the, the forward for a book from a, traditional publisher at this time is enough to go out for dinner wow. for two Wow! at a family restaurant. Wow. No drinks. Wow. <laughs> okay. So that gives you an idea. So that, that's what the average uh, allowance is. Okay. Yeah. So, so get that out of your head so uh, you and, and figure out a way to, to, to sell your book mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because that's it's a, a business publisher less. A hybrid publisher is somewhere in between. It allows you to yeah. have control of your book. You get yeah. to decide what the cover looks like. You get to decide the style, all yeah. of those things. And you get copies of the book at the price of printing. So you get a book for 3 or $4. But at the same time, they still have a catalog that goes out to booksellers and bookstores, and you're listed in that. Wow. So okay. you get the greater distribution wow. and they, they have the editors, the designers on staff so that you're not going shopping to try to find the right editor for mm-hmm. your book or the right designer, but you still have control of that. Whereas if you go to the traditional publishers, you've lost all of that. You sell your soul and they decide what the cover looks like and they decide what the title will be. And, it adds about two years to the time frame before you get wow. your book out. Like if you, really? if yeah, because the the book catalogs come out in fall. So the the catalog that will come out in the fall of 2020 has already been determined, probably even been printed. Okay, so you're not going to get in that. So if you had a book ready you'd have to have it accepted by a traditional publisher for the fall of 21. Well, if you're spending your time listening to us, they probably don't have a book ready. (laughs) (laughs) So so you're going to write that book. and, And if you get on it now, you could have that book finished by the end of the year. So now you're pitching it to the traditional publisher and it's unlikely unless you're Al Gore or Hillary Clinton that they're going to pick it up in the first two months like that's an ideal so that means you didn't get it in the catalog for 21 so the earliest that you might get it accepted is for 2022 
and then it'll go out to the bookstores in the fall of 2022. So you can you can turn that around if you if you self-publish you can do it much more quickly. If you go to a hybrid publisher you can do that within six months. Amazing and that's important knowledge you guys are listening like you see how you don't have to figure it all out when less book is around. <laughs> well I've already made all these mistakes okay. <laughs> exactly. Please do not go down this road. <laughs> go back go back. Okay. For sure, for so, sure. Those are the kind of things that, mm -hmm. you know, um, how how do you find a book coach? How do you find the book coach that's right for you? Uh, I say I say talk to him. If he, if if the, if the book coach won't give you an hour interview beforehand to see that you're a good fit, yep. then you know that you're not a good fit. Yep. Okay, I remember. And, and I remember a, our conversation last. I'm going to see if I, you fit me. That's what's happening first, which is so, that, that, that made me feel so amazing because I realized I was like, you know what? He really cares about making sure like he's, he can fit. Some people, some people and me are not a good match. Right. Okay. Like I, I've helped 85 people write their book, but some people we've determined in, in the first hour conversation that it's not it's not a good fit mm -hmm. they find that i'm too direct you oh no you're not direct <laughs> well <laughs> it, it usually happens right around the time that i say if you just want somebody to say you're a good writer send it to your mom <laughs> and if you just and if you just want somebody to phone you once a week to see how you're doing you can hire a friend cheaper than me yeah but okay. Yeah, that, so that's the deal. Okay. Yeah, so it feel really good. I remember. I remember feeling really good when you said that. Yeah. So if you want to, if you want to work with me, give me a call, and send me an email, and we'll spend an an hour talking about the process and and if we're a good fit. Because yeah, yeah. as I went through it earlier, and and writing with the Isri system, is just one system. That's a system that I know that will work okay. to get you a book. Mm -hmm. There's other people, there's other people that say, just write down everything you know on the topic and sort it out into a book. Well, heavens, that would take too long. And, and how do you know when you're done? To me, you got to have a map so that you know where you're going. Now, there's others, you know, dump and sort. And, and that works for them. And, and a very, very good friend of mine from Saskatchewan uses that system. And we've been on the same program uh, on the same day, right? Like, like one of us in the morning, one in the afternoon. Yeah. So that uh, potential writers can decide who they want to talk to, you know, like, yeah. because you know that well, one of us is, is, is going to be a better fit than the other. And so I know that I'm not going to be a good fit for everybody. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's real, but that's what yep. makes you so amazing last. Like you're, you know, that you want to serve in the highest way, which I think is what life is missing. Just, you know, don't rinse and repeat other people's stuff. Be yourself. It's one of my most appreciated values about you is I always <laughs> know what I'm getting with you. Your generosity is ridiculous. What you contribute is ridiculous. The support is through the roof, which is so important. Like, I don't think writing a book is easy. I know for some people it is. It's just not for me. It's no, really no it's, not. Not, it's not for anybody. It's just that some people are more yeah. stubborn and they stay with it. 
That's okay. all. Yeah. It, it never, it's not easy. It's not you easy. Know, okay. It, yeah. it boils down, the people that have a book yeah. are the people that have put in the work and, and want it so much that they stay with it. I've worked with 11 Olympians. Wow. And, and that, I got to say, is, is easier. Because right. <laughs> and, and it's not because it's not because it's not because they're Olympians. It's the traits that they have yeah. that made them Olympians, yeah. and they've had coaching. So if an Olympian decides that they want a book, and that you're the coach, you tell them, give them the instructions, and they'll follow it. Yeah. And they're used to meeting deadlines and knowing that you have to practice. Yeah. So when you have an appointment, it doesn't matter what happened to them last night. They show up, and and they keep on writing. Okay. One of my most one of my most interesting clients is uh, Josh Pauls, who is a sledge hockey player. He's the captain of the U.S. national sledge hockey team. For those of your listeners that might not know, sled hockey or sledge hockey is is for people that uh, don't have legs or that uh, have lost the use of their legs, and and they play on on little sleds and with with picks to move themselves along so josh pauls was born without shins so his legs were amputated above the knee wow. at, at six months old wow so he's never had legs and he tells the story in the first chapter about he was an active active kid like he's always had the prosthetics so he's an active kid so his mom wouldn't take him into the store when he went to buy shoes because he'd run around all the time and she couldn't handle him in the shoe store. So she would take off his legs and he had to stay in the car with dad and she'd take his legs in to buy shoes. And he says, what does it matter? They're prosthetics. So she has to reef to get them on. I want to squeeze a little bit. Doesn't matter. Right? So it's not about, Oh, is that comfortable? So he tells the story about he'd have to stay in the car with dad while mom went to buy him new shoes. That's hysterical. That's so good. And and that's and that's his his whole book is that and and his book is uh, called Lessons Learned on mm. the Way to the Podium. Wow. He is now a public speaker. Mm. So he it's a play on words of of the Olympic podium because he has three uh, Paralympic gold medals and he's wow. 26 he figures he can play twice more and he already has three gold medals Wow! Uh, and and lessons he learned in the speaking business but his his book he was just a joy to work with amazing that's incredible and you must learn so much from people right you must learn oh. really like a lot about people and the human condition and things like that like you must, like that's like, you just have like, if you're paying, if you're paying any kind of attention, you right. have to learn. I mean, right. I've had 85 people tell me some very um, interesting stories and they've told me the stories of their life. Wow. So yeah, you bet. And, and the, the geography right now, if I look at my list of clients, I have a lady in France, uh, I have a lady in, in England uh, and right across, right across Canada and the U.S. I mean, from from Delaware to uh, to California right now. Yeah. So the the geographical span is is tremendous. So good. 
Um, I love it. I think it's amazing. Honestly, I appreciate you so much as part of why I wanted to have you on the show. And I wanted you to inspire people. I wanted to have you here to just inspire people that book writing is not over. Your story really matters and it still matters. And whatever you have inside you still matters, you know, like, because I, I have this question a lot, like, is a book really, should I really, because look, I can just talk on the internet and this and that. And I feel like a book has a, has a, has a stamp that a video doesn't have or a YouTube channel doesn't have. It has something different. Can you elaborate on that for me? Like what is it different about a book compared to other ways that people share today? Well, the thing is that we still like that idea mm. of sitting down with a book yes. and maybe the next generation won't have it, but I beg to differ because I look at, mm -hmm. at my kids and they still you know, and they're as tech savvy as anybody, but right. they still at the right time want to sit down with a, with yeah. a book. Mm -hmm. So there's something about that comfort and this one may fade, but for me, there's something about uh, a Sunday afternoon in the big leather chair with a book. Okay. You, you know, like you cannot take that away. Mm -hmm. And I think if anything, this whole uh, COVID situation has brought that back. We appreciate, we appreciate those times. So, I mean, I have that and I think people have that and people want, want to read like that. There's a comfort in it and you can take a book with you. Yeah, I know you can take your iPad and all of those things, <laughs> but I've never had my battery go dead on a book. You know, like you can, you can read it anytime. Okay. It's never draw, that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's never that, you know, Oh, the sun is too bright. I can't see my screen. Black on black on white is a heck of a, of a program. You know, like you can read it every time. Yeah. And it's different. Like, can you elaborate a bit about that too? Because I think in this world, we really need to remember what it means to sit still and just get involved in an actual book. Like what well, that means to your brain, to your body, to your yourself, to how you involve yourself in the book itself. Isn't it totally different? Than I think I it's, 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 it's our way of travel right now. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I mean, and I love to travel, uh, you know, and, and just people ask me, what book am I writing? Uh, well, I'm, I'm writing my Farmers of the World, which is stories about farmers that I've met in the 58 countries that I've visited. Wow. Okay, so I like to travel, but that's not happening right now. Yes. So I can pick up a book and go there in my mind. And and that's what a book allows us to do, and a book allows us. And and when we talk about these these business books and, and those kind of things, a, a book allows the reader to take a bit of you home with them. If they've heard you speak, or, or they they've heard you as a consultant, they can take you home and read at a time that they're comfortable. And they don't have to worry about, you know, is my iPad charged or is the light right here? They can take the physical book home with them and, and read it. And that is something that I don't think is going to go away anytime soon. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have audio books or that you shouldn't put it up on Amazon. Those are all great marketing tools. Yeah. And those are there. Yeah. But just remember the physical book is, is still that important.
I guess shivers on that one because this is like, you know, I'm listening to you. I'm like, everything you're saying, you know, unless you just inspired me to get back to finishing what I started. <laughs> like, I forget. Okay, that's, that's worthwhile. Okay. Then. Well, so don't worry. I, don't worry. I have the file. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we forget. Like we forget. I've forgotten. And I think we are as a, as a humanity have forgotten how important it is to have connections to each other. And to share those pieces that show up in a book or show up in a conversation, like even like this, or like the conversations you have when you're coaching people that they, we remember like how important that is. Like that, sh that sharing is still real. It really is important and it's valuable. And I remember when like things started to change years back and everybody's like paper's not going to exist anymore. And it's not true. It hasn't become true. There's more yeah. books printed now than any other time in the world. It's right. You know, and, and I remember uh, it was called Dr. Future, uh, Lowell Catlett. I remember him hearing him saying that um, in the future, books books wouldn't be printed. The print business was, was going to die. Yeah. Do you remember Lowell Catlett? Nope. Nobody remembers him. He's gone. <laughs> I think he died. <laughs> But the print industry prints more books now than any other time. And the computer, which was going to kill the hard copy book industry, yes. has made it more affordable. It's crazy how more we, affordable. You know, what we think, what we predict ends up being so different dependent on what we really need. You know, and the connection to the book and you guys that are like listening and going, oh, you know, like really, really. So how does a person know if they're ready to write a book? Apart from talking to you and having a call, which you should do, and all the information will be in the details of our conversation here. How would they know? Like what happens? What's the inspiration? Well, I think a book is a lot like plant, writing a book is a lot like planting a tree. Mm -hmm. The best time to do it was yesterday. <laughs> the next best time is today. I love you, <laughs> Okay, so like if you didn't start yesterday, maybe you can still start today. Yeah. Think about think about your list of twenty five, and that's a place to start. Amazing. Spend twenty minutes making a list of twenty five concepts that have to be included in your book. Ugh. Heck, if you want to, and you think that's too much trouble, send me an email at less the book coach at gmail yes. yes and i'll send you a chart so that you can make your list down the left hand side and you'll see how the rest of it works and he and I, will too let me tell you <laughs> and and you know then you're part way there already you've already made your list you've got your table of contents we'll change the titles of the chapters but at least you have a list of the chapters yeah I love it. It's such a good conversation. I, you know what? You're so easy and I just adore you. <laughs> it's so good. Like you just, just talking to you reminds me of why I even wanted to do that in the first place. <laughs> so and then you get caught up with, Oh, that's too, oh, that's, yeah. But I think, I think it's really important for people to know the value of actually realizing that people really can connect to their book and who they are in a way that they can't do it. You know, they can't do anything else. 
you know, that, you know, and you really can connect to a person's experience through the process of the book, through the process of reading and connecting and just being present, right? So books bring a sense of presence. They give us a place, they give us knowledge, they give us shareability, they give so many, so many qualities to what we need as human beings anyways. It's such incredible. And I love the work you do. I appreciate you so much. For you guys that are listening, honestly, like all the details are going to be here. You can just click and like, just listen to Les. Yeah. And he, I really mean this guy is going to answer you and he'll be, he'll be present. You want to write a book and you're not sure he will help you understand if you're ready and what you need to do. Like unbelievable, generous, gifted, talented coach. Les, you're incredible. What else? I've spent, you- I've spent a lot of money on the marketing and uh, came up with the name Les the Book Coach. Uh, so that if you don't have my card... <laughs> And, and, and if you forget, you know, think of it, Les, the book coach. Okay. And you can go to the website and my podcasts are, we, I do a weekly podcast. They're cataloged there. And I do a weekly writing tip, uh, a blog about, about writing. Uh, So take a look at some of the things that are there. And uh, there's, a, there's a, sp- a space there to send me a message if you'd like some more information or mm-hmm. if you'd like to talk about, uh, about writing your book and, and what's involved. But I promise you, if you send me an email, I'll send you the ISRI chart so that you make your list down the left-hand column. Then you've got your introduction, your story, your reason, and your impact. The chapters almost write themselves. It's seriously the easiest process. It's shocking how easy Les has made it by putting it together this way. Look, honestly, I really appreciate you so much. Is there anything else you really want these viewers of mine to understand about their brilliance and about how important it is for them to like anchor in that incredible information that they have inside themselves? I'd just like to share with them the title of my podcast and that they think about it themselves. It's called everybody has a story. So good. And so so think about it. Everybody has a story. Yes. Yours is worth telling. Yeah. What a way to end this podcast and this conversation. You're genius and I adore you and I thank you for being here today and you guys reach out to Les. He's an expert. He's amazing. He's an incredible human being, which is the number one reason you want to work with somebody like him. That's what matters most. He'll hold you in a space. I remember the one thing I, the one thing I want people to really understand is it's really hard to comfort me. Okay. Cause I'm like, you know, I'm a pretty independent person unless you brought me nothing, but yeah, that face, I saw that you brought me nothing but a state of grace and appreciation and realizing that I could help people who didn't really understand what I do or how it works. And you just really made me understand even more deeply how important I am to the world. And that was my experience with you. And we have more to do. We know that. I know you just like, look at me like Lisa. You got a couple of chapters left. Yeah. You got a couple of chapters left, you know, but thank you so much for sharing and for encouraging and just letting people know, like, just calm down, everybody. You got this. Like you have something in you. You've got a story. You have a story. It's right there. And let yourself have the permission to do it. So thank you so much for joining the podcast. You guys, all the info is going to be here. Les already told you what to do because he's pretty good that way. And we'll see you uh, next time. Bye, everybody. Talk soon.